Welcome to Leadership DDS, where leadership, dentistry, and life collide. This is episode three, and my name is Shondell Sutherland, here with... Dr. Scott Sutherland. We are going to continue our conversation about values, and we started in episode one talking about the foundation of any organization, any team, any life, any marriage even, is got to be the foundation of your why, which we call your purpose. And every organization has a purpose that brings a specific value to other people, to the world, if you will. And a lot of people say to me, well, my purpose of having a business is making money. And I always let them know, oh no, money is the reward of fulfilling your purpose, which is a unique value that you are adding to the world. And so as we figure that out as leaders, what our personal purpose is, as we figure that out um, for teams and for organizations, it becomes a powerful way to lay a foundation of any type of growth. And so the next episode, we talked about why values matter. And we discussed the fact that if you have core values that you are, one, living yourself, two, orienting your team around, that there is so much that you can do. And so, um, Scott, we really talked about what we did in the dental practice. So why don't you just kind of share what our three core values are and kind of give us a little bit about what they did for you. Well, we always do the right thing. That's number one. We respect each other deeply. Number two. We play as a team. Number three. And what that did for me, it absolutely brought me clarity. Because before I was I was operating in a foggy environment <laughs> where I really didn't know where I was going or how I was going to lead people. But once we brought these values into the practice, all of a sudden I knew with absolute clarity how I was going to conduct myself, what I wanted for our team. And what I wanted for our business. Yeah, it was so good. And he gave this really good analogy about driving in the fog on the way to the airport and how you slow down, you're anxiety driven. You still get to the airport, but it's slow and it's draining. And yet when the fog lifts and there's clarity, and we said a bold statement that clarity changes lives. And it's so clear because when you are clear on your purpose, you are clear on your values, you uh, know where you're headed with the vision, and you can absolutely set a mission that is inspiring, you can do anything. And so we wanted to dig in this episode a little bit about what is the hard part about not having values, the hard part about living your values once you really discover them and live them, and then uh, what is the reward? And um, so I know you wanted to share a little bit more about your story, and as that fog lifted and you got clarity, um, what happened for you? Maybe you could even give a little backstory on how life was before you had this kind of clarity. In my early days of, of owning a dental practice, I tried to do the right thing. You know, I did. I tried. I didn't have a written spoken value system. It wasn't written out. It wasn't articulated. I let my daily life dictate my value system by what I did or didn't do or what I accepted or didn't accept, if that makes sense. I followed the path of least resistance. Yeah, that's a, what a lot of leaders do. They want to. They don't take the time to do it, and they just go, what is the easiest way for me to get through this day? Right. And so I had allowed a culture to appear in my practice that came because of my passivity. Mm -hmm. I just accepted it. And it, it really was a culture of 
and these are this is embarrassing of gossip, favoritism, and inefficiency. Yeah, I don't like any of those words. No, these are real negative values. <laughs> so these negative values crept in, you know, kind of, kind of secretly in a way. It wasn't obvious or evident to everybody that walked in. But, you know, it created this tension and unease in me and I think in the people that I worked with. My behavior in the practice was one of, I'll just put that off, you know. I'm going to avoid this. And at some point in time, if it's bad enough, maybe I'll deal with it, (laughs) you know. And I was really bad at, at holding people accountable and holding people to doing what I wanted them to do. And in fact, that leads me to a kind of a funny story. Mm-hmm. So I was getting ready to head off to a dental conference. And my front office person, who had been with me about a decade at this point, said, hey, are you going to go and uh, learn a bunch of things and come back super excited and, and tell us this is how you're going to do things from now on? And we'll maybe do it for two weeks. <laughs> And then abandon it and go back to what we were doing all along. Oh, my gosh. And I would say, yeah, probably. (laughs) How demoralizing. (laughs) Yeah. Although I'll tell you, that is what I face going into every company I go into. Uh, I will get the feedback, well, this is just the flavor of the month. And I would go, oh, I don't want it to be that and have to build structures so that it wouldn't be the flavor of the month. Yeah. And so uh, you I were up against I had a lot to overcome that. in this yes. area. Yeah. I really did. And and so I I really had to take uh, take a real hard step at being the leader, you know, but that didn't happen easily. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen by accident. Yeah. I I had to know where I was going, how I was going to lead, and all that was established on values. Mm-hmm. And once those were implemented and spoken, written out, put on the wall. Agreed upon. Agreed upon. Yeah. Right. Because not only was I going to say, hey, I, I am going to live by these values. I asked my team, I want you to live by these values too. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it, it made life so much easier. Yeah. It made life easier for me. In the long run. In the long run. And I have examples. In fact, I have three examples that I can use <laughs> where I, you know, so I called somebody into my office and I said, hey, you know, you're not being a good team player. You're letting your team down. Your team is picking up your slack. Because of the fact that you're not getting into sterilization and you're not taking care of things there. They're piling up. Your teammates are having to cover for you. You're not turning rooms over. You're letting other people do it. You're shirking your responsibility. And the the scales are way out of balance. So after talking to this person, in fact, a few times, doing counseling memos, finally this person realized that Maybe they're just not the right fit for our office. Mm-hmm. And so what, what ultimately happened was I, instead of trying to coach her up, I had successfully coached her out. Yeah. Boy, and that's a really good skill that values help us do because we either want to coach people up into the best that they can be and into a place of being their best selves 
which is what we believe our values will do for someone. Every company should believe if my people live by these values, they will be the best versions of themselves. And when that happens, it's so rewarding. And that's what we call coaching up. And some people are just not going to want to do that. That is not, it's okay, right? Like there are so many places they can go and do their craft with a whole nother set of values. I mean, we know many dentists, hundreds that are different than us and that's okay, right? And so there's a lot of places they can go and that place has a whole different value system that they'll probably fit into beautifully. But that's what we call coaching out. We're allowing that staff member to go find a place where they can be themselves, but they can't do that here. Yeah, right. Well, and another example is um, doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, in the process of implementing the values, going over them, repeating them at every staff meeting. And and even when we're not in a staff meeting yeah. and just making a point that, hey, this is not in alignment with our value system. Doing the right thing for me meant that because I kept reminding the, t- the team that this was our values and I had somebody come to me and say, why are you making such a big deal about gossiping now? All of a sudden, it seems like that's the only thing you're talking about. (laughs) And I said, well, hey, look, this is our value system. We respect each other deeply. Right. We respect each other enough that we're not going to talk behind each other's back. Yeah. Or our patients' backs. Or our patients' backs. Yeah. Which we already talked about a story. Yeah. If you missed that one, that was a good one. I lost a family because of that. A whole whole family left the practice over that. Yeah. But now, because I was doing the right thing. And I am implementing these values. I had somebody make a make an issue of, okay, why am I harping on this? Well, it's because it is so important to our culture, yeah. to the environment in which we are working. Yeah. And ultimately, because I made these 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 points, addressed them. And held yourself to them and held them and talked to them at staff meetings and drilled them into the culture. Yeah, that person and another person left my practice. Right, because right. they fit into the old culture, but they didn't fit into the new culture. Correct. And that's always hard. You know, I always give um, examples of when I'm working with leaders on this, that there's going to be some people that just don't want to do it. And I kind of use the example of we were playing baseball, which has hard balls, you know, overhand pitching, and now we're doing softball, for an example. Like, we've switched the game. It looks a lot alike, but there are a few differences. And so when we do that, we're just going to find some people that that's all they want to do is play hardball. But you know what? Now that's a foul, and that's not allowed. And so you give people a chance to come along. But then you got to lay, you got to lay down. This is where we're going. And a lot of people will either opt out, which is, you know, that is the best. And the good news is, is that two weeks later, I hired two great people that totally embraced our value system. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Two weeks of depression. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I I was rocked. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You'd had the same team for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But now much better situation. Yeah. And now you were able to really start using those two, those two people who opted out allowed you the opportunity. And this is what I want leaders to hear to now build this culture that is exciting and has, you has brought you joy ever since. Right. 
My final example is uh, we respect each other deeply. Okay, so I, and this, this is where it gets personal. So I, I had a patient in the chair. I was doing a hygiene check. And, and I started to just have a casual conversation with this patient. And then I started asking some questions about a mutual friend of ours. Mm-hmm. And these questions started to go down a trail that was gossiping about our friend. Mm. And afterward, you know, I got to thinking about that. It, you know, it was later in the day. And I thought, wow, I think I just violated. And I gossiped my own values in the practice. Yeah. And so after that huge conviction, I went to that hygienist who was there witnessing the whole conversation. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, you know, can you forgive me? I, I violated our own values. Mm. And I led a conversation that was gossipy about somebody. And would you please forgive me? And she was super eager to forgive me. Yeah, and bam, that's taking ownership of these values. And that's what we want to see. Exactly. And and I I felt like I did not undermine myself. I actually felt like because I took ownership of that, that situation, that I actually gained more credibility. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is an important thing for leaders to know. There's going to be some hard times like you had experience of implementing these values, right? Yet every time you mess up, because you will, we all do, the fact that you own it and humble yourself will gain more respect and everyone will understand this is very serious. So you led by example, and I would give you an A plus. Yeah. And this is exactly what I want my staff to do when they do cross the line and they know it to confess it. That's right. And, and I have had them come to me. In fact, one of my dear, she's been with me 16 years, mm-hmm. came to me one time and said, you know what? I, I, th- I think I gossiped. I talked about somebody behind their back that I wouldn't have said to their face. Mm-hmm. And I really feel really bad about it. And I told her, you know, I appreciate that. And maybe you ought to tell them. And this is the greatest thing because I know who you're talking about. She's precious to us. Yeah. And I want to share this because this is where it gets exciting. Yeah. Her owning that, what she did is she turned around and went back to a hygienist and said, yeah. took a deep breath yeah. and said, hey, I need to give you some difficult feedback. The way that you give injections is very difficult on patients Mm -hmm. and you are really pushed too hard and it's evident. And he, and he looked at her and went, I am, I had no idea. And she said, yeah, it's like the hardest of anyone. And he was like, Oh, thank you so much for telling me totally changed the way he did. And it changed his career. Yeah. So gossip went to a changing of a life. Yeah, and that is so constructive, and he needed to hear that, and he, oh, absolutely got so good yeah. at, at, you know, delivering anesthetic, yeah. and, which I love. I love my uh, my hygienist giving anesthetic for me. <laughs> By the and way. if I can't <laughs> trust them to do it in a manner in which I know is going to be um, the best for the patient, then I don't want them doing it. So here, this person, the habit was just gossip and say, I cannot believe the way that they do this, blah, 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 blah. In the break room, she totally owned it and then went and did the right thing 
played as a team player, respected the fact that this person might have a blind spot, Mm. gave him feedback, and everybody's life changed. The boss's life changed because you have someone that is treating your patients well. The hygienist changed. They had a blind spot. They had no idea. And then the RDA just had this overwhelming sense of ownership and pride. And Mm. that has got to be one of the biggest wins we'll ever see. Right. And so, you know, I think we wanted to just paint the picture that having values is essential, but it's not easy. It's not. And it it really takes persistence and consistency. Yeah. And if if you do that, it's going to make your life so much easier. It yeah. made my life incredibly easier. You would think it would have made my life harder, but no, it didn't. It gave it liberated me. Ah, great word. And trans and it absolutely transform my practice. Yeah. So if we coach up yeah. or coach out, it brings liberty. That's right. And That's freedom. Right. Yeah. And peace. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of dentists are looking for that harmonious, collaborative work environment. And you get there by dealing with issues, not avoiding them. That's right. All right. So should we land this plane? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you have been listening uh, to Dr. Scott Sutherland, and I am his wife, Shondell Sutherland, and we are part of the Shondell Group. And this is Leadership DDS. You can email us, podcast at shondellgroup.com with your questions, because we are super excited as we lay the foundation of what we do. We want to take your questions live marriage, dentistry, coaching, leadership, because leadership starts with who you are and goes into every area of your life. And so thank you for joining us for another episode, episode three of Leadership DDS. And we would love to answer your questions. So please send your questions to podcast at Leadership DDS and any feedback you have for us. Uh, you can find a lot of the information that we're talking about on our website, Shondell Group slash Thrive. And we would always love it if you would leave us a review and a rating so that more people can know about us and spread the word. We have so enjoyed spending this time with you and we hope that you will have an amazing day and be the best you can be today. Bye-bye.